Genre, your source for everything cool about gaming. It's episode 48, and I'm Rhodes Clark. I'm Mikey Krieger. And I'm Brian Swanson. Um, <clears throat> welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah, it's 2018, yeah. and everything's good now. 2018, who knew? I have a... No. My New Year's resolution is Actually, to not read news. Um, so I don't know what's happening news? in 2018. No, That's news. So I don't even know what's happening in 2018. Um, I assume yeah. that Trump's got his act together. And the world's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. We're everything's great. Cool. How's work, everybody? How's your jobs? Busy. Yeah. Because same. everything's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that we're not constantly worrying about the end of the world, uh, we can just like focus on the good stuff, like work. Ro- it's Ro- it's not like it's not that you stopped reading the news. There is no news. Oh. He got rid of the news. It's great. Well, it was all fake to begin with, so I'm glad. Uh, all fake. Uh... Ha 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 ha. Um, uh, thanks for everyone for uh, everyone, you know, the three of you out there listening to the show for, for being patient with us as we figure out a new or not a new, just figure out 2018 and how to get back into the swing of it. There's a new family stuff. There was, there was travel, there's holidays, there's um, a whole bunch. Dinner. So, but yeah, what'd you make for dinner? Uh, I made Chrissy Teigen's chicken noodle soup. So are you like a Chrissy Teigen? Cravings. Are you a Chrissy Teigen like stand now? Chrissy Teigen is low key the best follow I had I made in 2017. She's, she's really good. She's, she's very good. good. She's very funny. She's married to John Legend, and uh, she plays video games just like us. The stars, are yeah. Just like, like she, us. she had the best uh, Animal Crossing take out of like the entire like games criticism. Mm-hmm. She destroyed she, like games criticism because yeah. of that game. <laughs> yeah she was games criticism for it yeah uh, uh are you guys still playing that game oh god uh, no I, I i played that for like three days oh. yeah. and then bounced off of it very hard mm. are you still playing that game Rhodes? no i don't think i like animal crossing uh, i think that's a bad take yeah um <laughs> so i got a switch for my birthday and uh i think did we, did we have an episode after that? Is this my first fans of the genre episode with a switch? No, I don't think so. We were talking about like Assassin's Creed and damn, uh, and we were actually talking about Animal Crossing last episode, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I got a switch. Um. On it, I have Splatoon two, Mario Odyssey, uh, Tumble Seed, Floor Kids, Steam World Dig two, Gorgo. I got a lot of games. Blossom Tales. A lot of games. Um, and I love it. I bring it with me on the bus every single day. And every time that I have, uh, every time that's like, every time I can get a seat on the bus without having to stand, you know, um, yeah. I will play a game and I don't get motion sickness, which is kind of surprising. I think it's actually cause the screen on the Vita or the uh, switch is big enough. Whereas on the Vita, I feel like I was like, uh, focusing really hard to like make sure I was catching every detail and it just made me nauseous. Hmm. Um, so it's a great, it's a great, um, commute companion, if you will. Uh, let's, yeah, let's get into my thoughts on Mario Odyssey. I tend to agree with the folks who say it's like a very good Mario game, but not, not that great. I'm Um, in the same boat. And I think that it took some time for me to realize that because I, I, uh, the, of the 3d Mario's that this is like related to uh, uh like mario uh, um, sunshine and and uh, 64 um mm-hmm. the level design in mario odyssey is the w- worst 
like it's oh. bad and i don't rem i i don't look back fondly on more than half of the worlds in mario odyssey because i can't remember anything specific about them and i don't they're think they're so awful. bland no but i think awful there are not, some boring ones yeah and and maybe <clears throat> my my boredom with it is is amplifying my like awful feeling um so like i i really loved that game and i i think it belonged in the game of the year discussion but like just with like how much good shit there was like and especially yeah. in the wake of like zelda like hmm. if like you think of both franchises as like kind of like reinventing the wheel of what they're about like yeah Z zelda's was far far superior than mario's and like yeah i didn't like fall in love with uh every world in uh mario odyssey but we're like Super Mario Galaxy 2, like, I loved every, like, world of that yeah. game. And, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Um, I'm pulling some of my thoughts from a video that Danielle Riendo talked about on Waypoint. Um, mm -hmm. Let me pull it up, or, like, the article up. Um, yeah, like, for me, like, a, a big thing while you're pulling that up is, like, I think those H HD textures don't look good with Mario. I th um, yeah, I would agree with you there. I think that the art direction is just like a um, throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks, and and it's just like kind of a hodgepodge. I was talking about on the podcast before the game even came out that things about this don't feel cohesive and like put together. It just seems like vast spaces of land with like shit in it, and uh, I don't none, I, none of it makes yeah, sense. It, I like it a lot just because <laughs> it seems like everything's different, and I really like the way that that lends itself to Mario being kind of the constant w within all of it. Yeah. I would agree with you there if if you were doing different things in each world. And, like, you can capture different creatures in each world, but they're mm -hmm. all means to... or they, they You don't really do much interesting with the captures. They all, they all just help you traverse the, the environment. And or fight a boss, or, yeah. Or fight a boss. Yeah, like, each one has its, like one gimmick and then yeah. like and then it's on to the next one and like they do a really good job of like designing the worlds around those gimmicks and like making those gimmicks like really fun for their duration like mm -hmm. um like so the the way that um in another video uh, Mark Brown put it it's like where Super Mario 3D uh world would like a level would introduce the concept to you it would like give you like it'd be in three stages it would give you yeah. uh a little like practice area to like figure out how everything works. It will like kind of push you a little bit into like starting to become like competent with the, with the uh, abilities yeah. or, or with its gimmick. And then like, it would challenge you to like really like make strong use of it and like show some expertise with it. And instead of doing that with levels, cause the game is like a series of open world levels. They do that with these captures and abilities. And I think that is really interesting, but yeah, largely just the worlds I didn't find like that fascinating, and um, I, was like, I hate it because there's so much about that game that's great. Like it plays, it feels like perfect, and like it, it's just so nice to have like like running around and being able to explore. And there's like a lot of like great humor in the game, and it's so like everything about it is so like meticulously like detailed and intentional in the world. Like yeah, they like whenever you think that you're going to go somewhere, you know, like, like just out of reach and you think you're going to find something cool that like 
you know, you feel like a level of accomplishment about like doing something that like maybe you're not supposed to, or like finding a hidden area and like, instead of like, just like being cool, like, like I, I've heard a lot of people say it's like me, but it was just like, ah, I knew you were going to try to come up here. Here's some coins. Yeah. Um, And like that feels good, but they don't make a big, gosh, I don't know. I pulled up the, the article She's citing a uh, a YouTube critic by the name of Joseph Anderson who who did a two hour video on Super Mario Odyssey, which, God. Is, which is too much. And I I had it on in the background for about half of the video while I was working the other day. And his whole argument is that there are too many me- moons and and not enough fun ways to get them. I think I would agree with that. And um and 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 it's like. His, you know, people have argued you don't have to get all of them, which is like totally true, but mm-hmm. um, you feel compelled to, or you feel like you're missing out if you're not. And you know, maybe it's something yeah. you play for a year and pick up all the moons over the course of a year. But if you're like grinding to get all these moons, like you're doing some really boring shit for a lot of the time. Yeah, no, that's the exact point that I'm at. Yeah, because I have every moon that you don't buy. Wow. So I'm at the point now where I would just need to grind out coins and then buy yeah. more moons, and that because then that, that's that, that's just like just you know grinding for nothing other than like yeah you played all of the saying game that already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, um, huh. and yeah, like if if we're gonna tr- like 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 so th- th- that's that's why I am like in love with like the main game that I was like planning on bringing today, which is uh, Celeste, which is a new game on the switch. Totally. Um, it's yeah, it's a single player platformer made by the people who made tower fall and largely using, um, not quite the exact same mechanics, but very, very similar mechanics to tower fall. Yeah. And, um, I played it at PAX and I remember like playing in this like demo setting where it's like, this is a self-contained experience. And, um, the game is like packed with these, uh, like there are like strawberry collectibles around and like there are, are like you really need to go out of your way to go find them all. Like yeah. it's, it's very much a platformer in like the vein of something like Donkey Kong country mm-hmm. um, where like, it's like, no, like the, you know, ultimately people who aren't like experts at platformers, like will be able to, you know, for the most part, enjoy it and it will be challenging, but there's like a like ultra level of challenge in like finding all of these, like, hidden um strawberries that are like you know that you have to do these like really like insane like pixel perfect platforming segments yeah. through and i am finding that like we're normally especially in a platformer which like i like latch onto those games so hard and like have a like um not quite mastery if i were like to like go watch somebody who's like legitimately like like yeah. a speedrunner of like mario but from like a just you know casual fan Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I consider myself pretty good at platformers and, uh, like we're like, I'd normally feel compelled to go find all these like hidden ones, but Celeste just has this, like, it's as a narrative and has this like really interesting, like introspective story about like self-discovery and depression and, hmm. uh, like in like maturation and growing up. And I find that that is pushing me to like largely get from you know hit these story beats like do these like cool platforming segments and like you know poke a little bit here and there be like oh is there something cool over here like if not then i just go like 
I'm not, you know, doing the equivalent of like Zelda one where you're like trying to set fire to every tree to find like maybe a <laughs> hidden thing there. Like I, I've, I've done that before in these kinds of games and like this game is so like beautiful and serene and has like such an interesting story where it's equal parts an adventure game as it is a platforming game yeah. that I don't feel this compulsion and it's so fucking refreshing. That's nice. Like coming, coming, yeah, coming off of Mario where it's like, I need to find all these fucking moons and I'm going to like <laughs> poke and like look in every goddamn cranny of this game to get yeah. them all. Yeah. Like, cause you know, that game's a collectathon. You're collecting for the sake of collecting. And Celeste is like, no, like there's objectives. Like there's a start and there's an end. There's these story beats. There's these character moments. And like, like the, the platforming in this in Celeste is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but for, the, for those who want like a pretty clear comparison, it's it's like a it's me, screen like, based, like room based. So you clear sections yeah. of a room, and then it moves on to the next panel or something like that. And yeah, the platforming reminds me of like that pixel perfect stuff you need for like a Super Meat Boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, with, like maybe a, it's not quite as fast. Like it's definitely a lot more like, and I think it's more forgiving. It's more forgiving. It's That's definitely important. a lot more of like a mental game because you have yeah. like. A dash move that you need to use like really thoughtfully. Um, yeah, and it's not nearly as like fast paced. There, there are some segments where you're like being cha- chased by like, um, like Shadows. this like shadow, co- yeah, shadow yeah. Uh, counterpart, and like that creates a, a sense of urgency. But otherwise, like you kind of like stop, you survey a room, and like you like, um, you take kind of stock of what you need to do, and like you're like mentally planning out what's going on. We're like, yeah, Meat Boy. Like since that game has such like a quick loop and like part of it is like like yeah you're gonna die like which they like exemplify by like when you die there's blood splatter and it stays there like persistently through your runs and so like that's kind of a mechanic and so you just are just throwing you know throwing shit at the wall to see what what strategy sticks and we're like um celeste i feel like it challenges you to like really think about it and uh like just like in in, like this this game where like the, the plot is this girl's climbing this mountain to get away and kind of have like a like like this journey of like self discovery, and so like the way that it kind of stops and makes you think like it feel like it just like it fits the tone of this story and this game so well and like it's so fucking refreshing and uh, Lena Rain does the soundtrack and it's fucking exceptional. Yeah, um, oh, it's, we got it's a, great. We got a lot of games to talk about. I want to ask you something yeah, about Celeste I'm, real uh, quick. Yeah. Um, did you find the character that is that fashions himself as a building photographer? Uh, yeah, the the guy from the faraway mystic land of Seattle. Yes. Did you <laughs> yeah. look him up on Instagram? I did not, dude. Oh, that, that's right. That was, yeah, he gives you his Instagram name. Yeah. I didn't think that that was actually. Um. So, it's it's so early on. I can't imagine that it's spoiling anything. Uh, if you if you are, if you don't want to hear about this, just like fast forward for like a minute. Um meet this character he tells you his instagram password you tell him that he's just or he tells you that he's like just sort of looking to escape or something um Mm -hmm. and you you can go to on instagram look up his handle that he gives you and he the developers planted photos for this account back in like april and it tells a story from the beginning of his instagram feed to six days ago when he goes from like moving out of home to moving from home to seattle to get a new job he hates his job he moves to vancouver to go on a hike or something and then you meet him on this mountain and his his captions are so cute and like the artist does a really great job of like recreating the kind of shit that like you and i would take on our instagrams and stuff that's Um, rad it's super rad and it was like i was playing on the bus and i was like 
no way. So I look at them up and like already like within 10 minutes that this game can like make me go on this like, you know, uh, extra textual yeah, journey the, and like to get more ARG. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, um, but yeah, like I, that, that's, that's my whack. That's my main game that I wanted to bring this week. Like, yeah, because of that. But, um, yeah, uh, Brian, yeah, what else have you talked about a game? You talk uh, about a game. Yeah. I, I've been playing a lot of, uh, rim world on steam. Uh, mm. it's a colony simulation game where with, uh, with a lot of roguelike elements in it. And so, uh, I don't know. Have either of you guys heard about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, my knowledge of it is like the little I watched you play it when we were up at your place. <laughs> I and I had a I believe Chris Remo on Idle Thumbs played it a lot, and then I had heard about some scuttlebutt that happened shortly after it came out. Um, but uh, yeah, I I like it a lot. I haven't felt inclined to play it lately because it can be kind of brutal. But um, I put about twenty one hours into it, and you, you there are a lot of different scenarios you can play. But I've been playing the basic one where you have three colonists that crash land on a planet that's procedurally generated mm-hmm. and you just sort of order them around to like build a settlement and uh, exist on this world. And, and the, the whole idea of it, and it's based off of Dwarf Fortress, so the whole idea of both of those games is basically play until your colony dies um, as the game ramps up difficulty against you. So... Um, when you start, things are relatively peaceful. You might like build a house with some beds and then eventually expand your house, have electricity and things like that. But eventually you start getting raided by nearby settlements. You get crazy animals that attack you and your, uh, your colonists will eventually have mental breakdowns and things like that. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's just really like, it's really cool because I enjoy just giving my colonists orders and then watching them do like build things and clean things up and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't require all of your attention all the time. And you can every, everything you can like pause and slow down or speed up. So um, it's been like a really good chill game for me lately. I, I wish I could handle like resource management games. Um, yeah. There's a lot of like, that. Yeah. But like I, I find myself fascinated by them, but like Same. I just immediately get so overwhelmed and like have to bounce off of it so hard. Yeah, like the way people talk about games like RimWorld and and like Don't Starve, like mm-hmm. I want to oh, get God, into yes. it so bad, but I try it and I just fail. Like uh, uh, Starbound was another one that came out a couple years ago that I really oh, wanted yeah. to get into, and I feel like I could now that I've played like Steam World Dig Two and I'm used to that like patience of digging and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's just, like there's just too many resources. I can't handle it. I don't know what did to do with myself. Did you ever play Terraria? No, and I that was like the direct parallel to Starbound at the time. Um, yeah, and I there's no resource management. It's just oh. like it's just like a side scrolly like uh, um, builder. I mean, like a d- dig and build game with combat. It's it's <laughs> pretty fun. Maybe I'll try that. Uh, out it's especially fun multiplayer on, on online. So like. Uh, you can like get a really cheap server through uh, through um, Clan Forge, I think, and then you know just have like ten, twenty people like build settlements in the same world. We should try that sometime, maybe as a group. I'm down. Yeah. Um. So, what sets RimWorld apart from like other games in its genre? Uh, yeah, I think the 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 closest like parallel is it's sort of like a light version of Dwarf Fortress, which is yeah, uh, isn't that an ASCII, ASCII game? Yeah. Yeah. It's an ASCII, like, so everything, 
every character or like object in the game is represented with a text symbol you know yeah. like the alphabet uh, all of the different symbols on your keyboard and more and so um it's really off-putting for a lot of people i think myself included because it just seems like you're like staring at like this like cryptic code yeah. in front of you but like the lowercase c represents a cat and a d represents your dwarf or something and so what i think sets RimWorld apart is it's got assets and art so it it looks like a game and uh, I don't think it goes nearly as in depth as Dwarf Fortress does, or some of those other roguelikes um, that are just super cryptic. I guess is the best word for it. Sure. Um, and it's also an early action, or early access, so it has uh, a little bit more to go. However, I would say the game at, at this point is more or less complete, and they're just adding extra content because cool. there's just so much to do. I love content. I love content. I too love I, content. Um, I, 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 like the one thing, one good example is like you have an entire planet that you can explore, mm-hmm. and I've never actually had my characters leave the like landing zone in the 21 huh. hours I've played. So they've just like stayed in their little square. And That's crazy. other, yeah, other settlements come and like say hi and stuff or raid me and things like that. And it's probably like at my detriment that I haven't tried to like branch out yet, but there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Sounds fun. If you're into that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, let's uh, let's lightning round the rest of what we've been playing lately. Okay, we Wolfenstein get, we get Two, to is a bad game. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> neat. Uh, Heroes of the Storm has a good new hero named Blaze, who's a hellbat from Starcraft. Does he smoke weed? Uh, no. Does, does he that's, blaze that's, it? That's not the Christian way. Um, Steam World Dig Two. If I had played that, that game, is hot as hell. Yeah, if I had played that earlier in the year, like, and we did um, <laughs> Game of the Year lists. Uh, that would be yeah. up there. Uh, yeah, Gor- I think you told told us in our group that like that would have been like up with PUBG. Hell yeah! Um, Which like I I wouldn't really like be able to disagree too hard with that. Like like that game was like the perfect chill game. I love it more. Th- I think it's my favorite game that I played on Switch. I'll just say that. Hmm. It, um, it it is very very good for Switch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you and I played Gorgoa, which is a very great puzzle game and to say too much about it i think would actually give away a lot of its central like mechanics and and stuff yeah uh, like, it's a very like, good challenging puzzle game that i would yeah recommend anybody play super cheap too uh, relatively yeah um so i played butterfly soup which is a really good like visual novel um uh interactive like story game mm-hmm. that is uh up for uh let's pay what you want so like free or five dollars if you want the soundtrack uh uh-huh. really good um really good like playable story about uh, a bunch of queer Asian girls in high school and it's the most like uplifting and like sweet and beautiful thing that I've played in, in, in a long time nice um, tumble seed is a oh, you go ahead Brian oh I played World of Warcraft and I also breathe air and drink water okay how's that new expansion it's not out yet but it well, should be out this year what are your thoughts on it it looks like more of the same and that's what I want okay did they already incorporate that like level scaling thing that they they fixed or, or yeah whatever? actually that that went into effect a uh, week and a half ago okay. so now the entire world scales with your character in like like uh, sets of twenty so like the first the first like leveling zones are now like one to twenty the ones after that are twenty to forty etc instead of being like a static like level range now they they scale with you as long as you go there in that range. 
so it's cool like leveling is feels unique again it kind of makes the game feel like a different thing than it's been in in years but um yeah i think i think it's exactly mikey's shit and i'm really excited for him to start playing cool sweet um, um, you go ahead. So I, I, yeah, I played a series of adventure games from the past year. Uh, I played Little Nightmares, which is a reminded me a lot of like Inside, but it's mm-hmm. very like uh, grim fairy tales meets Spirited Away uh, kind of aesthetic, which is very good. Um, Subsurface Circular, which is a really cool uh, text based um, like it's all about like making like inquisitions and like you're like you're stuck on a train interviewing passengers trying to solve like a s- spat of crimes yeah. that have been happening and it's, it's a it's a text-based adventure but it's got like the most cinematic and cool style that i've ever seen God, yeah, in the, a the game fucking like, it. Mu- like yeah everything like the about soundtrack it. is amazing yeah it's visually like, super pleasing like the, the robots are cool very good the, the, the story is cool. fucking insane yeah, yeah. so um, everything about that game was rad <laughs> yeah and like it's, it's uh it is made by the person who uh made thomas was alone and volume um and volume but uh, specifically, if you like Thomas Was Alone, there's a lot for you to love about Subsurface Circular. Totally. Um, and uh, I played What Remains of Edith Finch, which is the follow-up to The Unfinished Swan by... Um, uh, Giant Sparrow. Giant Sparrow. Um, I wish that I'd fucking believed people's... Uh, yeah, like me? Like hype on it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I so, talked like, about it on the show, I think. So I, I imagine it being a lot like Psychonauts where people were saying, like, oh, like you go and experience this person's story and then like it's a big thing like yeah. going to each one but it's like no each one's maybe like half an hour how about the cannery the the, the cannery was intense um that's my favorite i really one. liked the one about um i think it was like her uncle who like lived underneath the house yeah that one was um, pretty crazy yeah and then the one about uh the baby taking a bath was yep. like was so like sad but beautiful um yeah no like th- that game like it's like little like tangents are like 10 minutes to half an hour each mm-hmm. and I, I was expecting them to be way more intense and it was honestly like like I, I thought I was gonna like play it over like two sit like sittings Crush um, even it. though even though I knew it was like a three hour game yeah. um yeah no I couldn't put it down like where means Avita Finch was dope as hell um <clears throat> I'm gonna crush through these last ones hell yeah uh there's a few that I'm not gonna mention I started Prey Per Brian's request, and that game makes yeah. me very anxious, and it makes me kind of scared. But I really like. It feels like they took a lot of inspiration from Gone Home and the way you interact with the environment a little bit. And I know that that sort of stuff has always been yeah. there, but they they I I'll I'll bet that Arcane looked at what they did with that game and thought, how can we incorporate this into our game? Um, um, yeah, I really hate that they a called it Prey, like yeah. attaching it to a franchise that like it has. Mm-hmm little to do with um if i had been told that it was more like bioshock oh dude um i think everyone was saying that yeah i i, I did not hear anybody saying that it was like, bioshock. like the one thing i did hear which is weird but go no, ahead. like i like i just heard people talking about it being a uh um immersive sim immersive sim mm-hmm. and so i was expecting like something that was just super that shit and like mm-hmm. i was expecting something like immersive sim meets dead space okay i don't know why mm-hmm. like I, I, to be fair, like, I didn't look too much into it, but like the way that, that it was described of like, oh yeah, you're going around this like this station reading people's diaries and like, um, and there's like these like little the the mimics, mimics that like create like like it sounded like a horror game a lot more than I've from like the hour or two that I've played of it like yeah 
I've I've experienced and like yeah, if someone had told me it's like no, this is like fucking Bioshock and yeah. like and then, yeah, like I once I kind of discovered that I started enjoying it quite a bit more. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely very Bioshocky. I am like getting to the point where I want to replay that game again. That's cool. We can all talk about it once we keep playing more. Uh, heat signature. The is soundtrack's like, super good. Yes. Sorry. No, I did notice that. I was actually surprised at the type of tone that it was going for when, in the opening minutes. I was like, uh-huh. oh, this is a little bit more like synthy and dancey. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, heat signature is a cool game where it's like hot, Hotline Miami in space, but you're a pirate and you hijack ships, and that like awesome. you pause time in mid combat, and you can like dope. you can like eject yourself into space, and then your your ship will come and pick you up and you control everything it's super cool is it only on pc i believe so it feels good mouse and keyboard same guy that did a uh, gunpoint would it feel good on switch uh i'm sure they could make it work but i actually think that the the way the ui is built it only makes sense for pc right now that makes like sense. the menu systems and stuff um floor kids is a really fucking cool break uh break dancing game um on switch it's like a rhythm game that kind of reminds me of like Weirdly, Ollie Ollie with the way that you combine the oh, stick shit, and button press. Um, it's not oh. as like fast or hardcore as that, but just sort of like the um, the way you rotate the sticks and tap to the beat. And God, if they fucking got a put good Ollie Ollie on Switch, fuck me, yes, please. Okay, yeah, um, no, like that, that that was like probably the best Vita game. Oh hell yeah, easily um, behind Loose Trousers, of course. Um, Fair. Sorry, I, I got a bunch of Steam cards and I played a lot of games. So Quadrilateral Cowboy, Quadrilateral Cowboy is a game from... Uh, That's the coding one, right? Yeah, it's weird. And I, I need to like, I need Grace to go out of town so I can spend like a whole weekend figuring it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like, I, I can't, I can't focus on, nothing else can be happening around me when, when I'm playing this because I don't really get it. But it is like using like commands to hack into environments and like, steal shit from corporations which sounds pretty sweet and i'll save super hot for next time <clears throat> super hot. yeah because i might hot. have to pick that up super hot i don't know if it's free anymore but pick it up well i want yeah, i want no, us I all get, to talk I, about I, it i wanted to but now that we're gonna have a discussion about it it's like it's fucking well, fuck there's dope yeah. as shit it's like the coolest game ever um <laughs> yeah let's move on to topics i topics. Uh, in the last month and a half and actually even before this i uh, since i got my switch I noticed that my PlayStation's just sitting there as a Netflix box. Yeah, dude. Welcome yeah. to uh, PC, PC gaming. Life. Yeah. Because uh, I'm still playing PUBG, and like, that's just a really great way to kill half an hour, 45 minutes when I get home before I have to like make dinner. And then by the time we're eating dinner, we're watching TV on, on Netflix, and then it's like bedtime. So it's like, when do I have so, time to play PlayStation? I yeah. Don't. So, Brian, cover your ears. Um, I think what I might need to do to get back into PUBG is... Uh, play with a controller because oh. like I, I i hate playing with my with a keyboard like my, my fingers just stumble <laughs> all over the place and now that they've actually like officially mapped mm-hmm. controls to a, a controller and i don't have to deal with some like janky ass bootleg uh you know forum found one like mm-hmm. I'm, i'll have to give it a shot yeah, at that, least. you are right that is some bad shit when you have to like go deep into the internet to find like a weird.exe yeah yeah, no, but um yeah, like it, it's it's just a little like I since it's not like super like precise shooting I feel, at least not like twitchy shooting, like I feel I can make do with a controller. I at least want to try it. 
Because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I do I do want to get back into playing PUBG, but um, I want to play I've with just, you guys. Yeah, I'll play with you guys. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, I it's just this weird thing. Like I feel bad. I don't really even know what I would pick up on it. Like there's a new game out called Iconoclasts that I really want to pick up and, and try out because like a ton of people that I respect online are saying it's really good. Looks like a Metroid and like that genre, not like specifically Metroid, but like games like it inspired. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's how I feel about my, about my Xbox in so many ways. Like, it kind of just sits there, and I use it for, like, 4K streaming, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I get that a lot, but you, you the nice thing, mixer. I mean, I'm sort of jumping right past into another topic, but like, literally, like this week, Microsoft announced that all their first party games are going to come to Games Pass, like, yeah, at launch, and so I'm like great i have this this like wonderful machine that i don't use very often but now i don't ever have to buy games for it anymore like, yeah it, it's it's really nice like i could absolutely like that's pretty much all of the the hashtag gaming i do on my xbox is through games pass yeah mm-hmm. um like I, I hit a point where it's like i'd been paying for it for a little bit and forgot that i was paying for it and i was like i should get rid of this so i was like ah, oh, but before i do i'm gonna look at the library of games and i was like no shit there's some there's some good shit here, and I think yeah. Gersman on uh, Giant Bomb was talking about like with the price, it's just like there has to be two Xbox games that you want to play a year for this to be worth it. Yeah, and it's like that's like, a pretty fucking good deal. Like Halo Five and like Forza, maybe that's just yeah whatever someone or like, needs or Crackdown yeah. Three and Halo Five or, or Six. So, yeah. yeah, like I yeah. I have Movie Pass and I never would have seen Justice League if oh, I didn't yeah. have Movie Pass and like sure. I enjoyed it and like for me like with uh with game pass it's like you know i there was no way i was you know especially after the reviews i was gonna play recore i'll pull, yeah. I'll probably play recore yeah like sure. it's on xbox game pass like why the fuck wouldn't i yeah um yeah i think that that's like really awesome and i mean like the other like the flip side to that is is i feel like it's a joke in and of itself for someone like jeff yeah. gersman to say the price of it is for you to actually want to play two xbox games yeah it's i mean like, yeah they um, but I wasn't also, joking, but like that is funny when you you know put it that way. It's yeah, because yeah, they don't have that many games. Yeah, no, it's um, like like I I'm looking at it now. It's like if you didn't fucking play Sunset Overdrive, like dude, play it. probably yeah. the best game. Like I I would put it like up there with like best game of the past, like of this like generation of wow. games. Hmm. Like like Sunset Overdrive fucking owns man. Um, like it's a very Mikey game. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, good. that game's rad. Like. I feel like I should go back and play the Phantom Pain. Like, mm. it's gonna I, be gone I, tomorrow or on the thirty first. Can I download it and keep playing it? I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll 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 play it this weekend. Then I'm I actually need to be home all weekend, so I'll fucking do it. I'll play Metal Gear Solid. Whoa! Because I, I have Game Pass should, and it's on there. I think I should. have Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation Four through PS Plus. Have it on that PC, okay. baby. Um, but I don't mm. want to play it. But zero to yeah zero. the. The other really cool part about the Games Pass too is all of so all the first party games come to Xbox or come to the Games Pass immediately at the when they launch. So you have full access to them, and you also have access to their PC versions on your on your home PC if you have it if you have so a gaming PC. If I get Xbox Games Pass, I can play them on on my new PC. Yes, any game, any any Microsoft game that has Damn, game Daniel. play anywhere. That's so cool. you can play like <laughs> Gears nice. of War Thanks. Ultimate and for. And I have like a couple of friends who really want to play Sea of Thieves. For oh some yeah, reason. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna be so down to play Sea of Thieves. 
and that like that's gonna launch in March, and you can just pay ten dollars a month to have access to it on your Xbox and PC. Yeah, no, like which I was thinking it's like, oh, but we can't play with Rhodes. Just kidding, we could play mm-hmm. it on PC. Yeah. So so I guess maybe. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited for State of Decay too. Is that gonna be on PC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if, it's on, if it's on Xbox, play anywhere, baby. Yeah. Well, there it is. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Microsoft's good. You don't even Phil have Spencer an Xbox, but you're going to give them money for, for Xbox shit. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, isn't that crazy? It's pretty cool. Like, this is actually really exciting. Because maybe if I sign up for this, um, and I have a feeling, this is just in my gut, that they're going to announce uh, Halo stuff for PC soon. Oh, yeah. I would love to play the Halo games. I really want to play Halo. I, I don't think know. you're going to get um, old you, Halo games on PC, but you're going to get... The next yeah, Halo game but like, PC. well, yeah, obviously that one will come to PC. But like, I want the Master Chief collection. Um, yeah, is the Master Chief yeah. collection not on the Play Anywhere? No, it's no. dumb. No, that is kind of dumb. Figure it out, three, four, three. Yeah, they should do it, but I don't think they're gonna do it. Tell me why they wouldn't do it. Uh, because you'll, then you'll buy an Xbox. I'll keep my PlayStation. I need my PlayStation or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so related to us not touching our PlayStations and Xboxes until this Game Pass thing. Brian, you're not playing Switch. I haven't played much Switch since Odyssey came out. Um, and you didn't even beat it. I didn't even beat it. <laughs> we should get Rocket I, League. We can play Rocket League, man. I'm not a Rocket League person. I know a lot of people that like Rocket League a lot, but it's just not really my game. Um, you have like a good reason? It just means you're bad at it. Yeah. It's just Yeah, that, that's very true. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like... I haven't been super drawn to any indie games recently, and it kind of seems like that's all that there's left on the Switch. Um, because yeah, I have, like, it's the a minute first parties. The next, yeah, it's a minute till the next one, which, like, technically it's Kirby. Um, yeah. yeah. But, like, great, um, when was the last good Kirby? Uh, people seem to like... They haven't e- made Epic a bad Kirby game. It's just they're all, like, Kirby. Yeah. Epic Yarn, I feel like, is the last, like, great one. Okay. Um, and then what else? What else on the radar for for Switch? Um, the so Bayonetta three and Dark Souls remaster. Yeah. Dark yeah. Souls. I don't know. I'm not gonna play Dark Souls uh, on 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 Switch. I will yeah, probably pick that up for <laughs> PS4. Um, yeah, which is I'd, fair. I would um, play that on PC first again, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like which I, I, I've, it's probably coming to PC. I yeah. have. This will be, I think, the fourth time I buy Dark Souls one. <laughs> I've only bought it the one time and I got I got stuck. We already talked about this, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh God, yeah, I'm I'm so fucking excited for that. And uh, yeah, the other announcement that they made in that same uh, and like that, that's the cool thing is that a they got the announcement for the remaster that people have been wanting. Like whenever they fucking did um, the Dark Souls two Scholar of the First Sin, people were like, mm-hmm. why why the fuck did you remake Dark Souls two? And not Dark Souls oh, 1. Oh, that's because that one came out like on the cusp of the new generation. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. But 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 it was still like, oh, you you remade the bad one. Yeah. Uh, okay. And cool. so like the fact that Nintendo got the got to announce, even though it's launching same day on PlayStation and I think everything else. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's still like super fucking cool that Nintendo got the announcement. Yeah. Um, and like at the very least, got everyone thinking like, like. If I were you, Rhodes, and were like, like taking public transportation, mm-hmm. I could play fucking Dark Souls on my way to work, or like, I could actually just play Dark Souls on my fucking lunch break, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just grind through like a level or two. Um, 
at lunch like that sounds fucking amazing yeah um i just but, worry so, about like the decks like the the um i actually just worry about my switch like as a delicate piece of hardware like mm -hmm. <laughs> playing a game like dark souls and mashing buttons like that i just don't know i don't know you mash buttons in Dark Souls? You don't mash buttons no, in Dark Souls. No, but you Souls, press you... Dark Souls, like you press buttons hard. You're hard when you press no. buttons? No. I kind of do. I kind of like, if you're if it's tense, you grip things harder and you, you know, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm like fucking wow. Oberyn Martell when I, whenever oh, I play whatever. Dark Souls. Um, like I'm delicate and, and like beautiful like a dove. Okay. Well, that's good for you. I wish <laughs> I was like that. I'm a brute. Okay. I'm a brute when it comes to Dark Souls. But, but, um, but, but and I, I know that if like the docked version isn't going to be as good as the PS4, but it's like, but still being able to do that. Totally. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm excited because I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know if I'd want to play that entire game like handheld. Cause that's pretty much how I use my switch. Like 98% of the time. And then I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I forgot. I could actually like still put that on my TV. Like I forget yeah. that it's a console sometimes. Same. Um, but so the other game that I am like, maybe not equally ex as excited about, um, yeah. but very, very close. Cause like, they're, I would put both of, the, of them in like my top 10 games of all time. Um, so along with Dark Souls, The World Ends With You, which was yeah. originally a uh, Nintendo DS game, is yeah. getting like the ultimate version. So like, It's probably like, a, like a, a modified version of the thing they put out on iOS a couple years back. Yeah, because the, I mean, the DS one right. was on two screens, two screens and was like touch, touch screen dependent, yeah. um, which uh, I mean, it, it still could be touch screen dependent. Like there, there's already been a game Mm -hmm. That uh, rhythm game on Switch that is a touchscreen only, yep. or was they just patched it? Um, but yeah, I am so excited. It's like the dopest, most stylish JRPG like maybe ever. Um, yep. And I like that, one, that was if that one yeah. sort of did the like the uh, re multiple playthrough thing. Oh yeah, also right. Yeah, it did yeah. It's funny that people like credit Nier for doing stuff like that, but I remember playing. I, I mean, like Nier really took it to totally a different level, yeah. but yeah. Um, but I mean, this was also in like 2006, something like that. Yeah, that um, game's so, so cool. Yeah, that game's dope as hell. The fashion yep. is dope. The combat uh, mechanics were dope. The story was super interesting. Like, I miss when Square Enix made like yep. dope weird shit like that. Um, While we're on this sort of thread, I I would love them to port the DS version of Chrono Trigger onto the Switch. I feel like that yeah, is not yeah. that hard to of an ask. And that game fucking owns. I love it owns Chrono bones. Trigger. Yeah. Well, and like, and Square Enix has, has the at the very least like the PlayStation versions, which are like uh, no the, I, the 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 loading times. Even oh, though you're not you, switching you, discs, are like still present in those digital versions. Oh, that's really annoying. Wow. Um, yeah, but, but 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 I'm saying like I was thinking more of like so you're not having to port like touchscreen mechanics. Yeah, um, yeah, but I know. Like, but they Build also put that game on up. iOS and shit. So like yeah, what Brian said. Yeah, Build it from the remaster it. Yeah, yeah, remaster Chrono Trigger, remaster Chrono Chrono Cross, and then mm. actually finally make Chrono Buster. <clears throat> okay, just do it and, re and remaster remaster Final Fantasy VII before it actually comes out. Whoa, um, boom! I mean, bet you didn't think of that. So to go back to like what you were asking about what else is coming up on Switch, I don't know when the next Nintendo first party thing is other than like Bayonetta three, because that's mm -hmm. like it's not first party, but it you know it's like their their big game. Yeah, they're they're publishing it, but yeah. But Mini Metro is coming to Switch, so that'll be my third time picking up Mini Metro. So there. Yay. Um, 
And then the last little bit of thing, last little bit of thing. It's been yeah. a month since we've uh, recorded. Um, Nintendo Labo. I'm so fucking hyped. I've heard, I don't even know what it is. I've heard like eight podcasts talk about this, and I still I get it, but I don't really know. What I, uh, it's cardboard. Like, well, yeah. Like, I mean, they're they're peripherals um, <laughs> that are. Uh, they're, they're yeah, they're, so they're peripherals that will like hold the switch and like it's like for mini games and like honestly like it's for kids like it's Nintendo like being a creative and inventive toy company, um and like I I'm super happy that they're still doing weird shit when nobody would blame them for like straying away from doing the weird like financially potentially financially disastrous stuff like so hot on the heels of uh, Wii U like I would not. Um, I would not fault them for like just kind of sticking to traditional shit, but like, yeah, they're putting themselves out there. They're trying something so buck wild and crazy. Um, and it's like, you you get to build stuff. Like it seems like, you know, the analogy isn't perfect, but like the Legos version of video games. Sure. Like I, I think it's super cool, even though you're like, you know, you're restricted by what is printed on the cardboard. Um, but there's going to be a lot more, um, there's going to be a lot more sets and there's going to be a lot more shit coming to it. And I think it's like a really interesting platform and it, um, like people like, and not, not trying to dog on you cause you just were, but like people who are like shitting on it for being cardboard. It's like, I don't want plastic fucking peripherals anymore to be no, honest. No, um, I, yeah, I, I, that was more of just like a, I don't get what it is. It's not like a, I don't either. Yeah. So I know like the, the cardboard is more like. Like everything is being done with the Joy Cons, and I think actually, like it shows a lot of, um, like ingenious design how like they make these peripherals work with the Joy Cons, and like really, it's still the Joy Cons that are doing everything, but um, it's just housed in a really like I think visually pleasing package. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the one of the big concerns was that like the two sets are sixty nine and seventy nine dollars. And people are like, why am I paying so much for fucking cardboard? It's like, well, you're paying a bunch for, you're paying for software and the cardboard. So like, I'm, I'm, I can only imagine that you can like get new sets like pretty easily. So like, if if you like, if Nintendo were to be like, oh, here's a replacement set for, you know, the piano house bundle, like it's not going to be $70. Like, you know, there's a good chance that they still like gouge the price by being like 30 or $40, but, um, yeah, like you're you're buying software and you're buying the cardboard peripherals. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't cool. know. I I feel like I don't know anything about it, but it's little yeah. pieces of cardboard that could easily just sort of pass under the radar and be like whatever. Yeah. Um. But real quick, I pulled it up because I was super curious. Um. So like starting uh February upcoming Switch releases. Um, yeah. February first, Night in the Woods. Oh yeah. Uh, February 9th, Dragon Quest Builders, which is I was dope looking as hell. At that, play, which, play that demo; it's so good. Um, if, if anything, that might be interesting. Yeah, th- th- there's a demo on the Switch Store. Cool. Um, February 16th is Bayonetta 2. Looks like. Um, Damn. Uh, um, Payday 2 is February 23rd. Kirby <laughs> is March 16th. Um, Donkey Kong Jungle Freeze is May 4th. So yeah, I will play that. Yeah. Um, Dark sure. Souls May 25th. Um, Mario Tennis is coming up. Hyrule Warriors is coming up. That's not uh, out yet. Well, the the Switch version. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's coming out later this so year. So that game's been released, going to have been released three times now. That game's no. dope as hell. It's very good. Just yeah, twice. no, uh, w- no the, the, the Switch is the third. Oh, that's right, the, that's right. That's yeah. right. The Wii U. Wii U, 3DS, and then that. Um, yeah. But it's the same game? Yeah. So it's, it's it's with all the DLC and stuff. Um, okay. Why would you but, like, um, port that before Smash? I, I, I agree. Um, but Kentucky Route Zero is coming. Donut um, County, is that coming? Any, does that have a date yet? I don't think it has a date. Uh, Terraria, if you're into Terraria. Yeah, we were um, Hollow Knight, which is so yeah. fucking dope. I'm going to probably buy that game again because it's, like, it's literally a fucking perfect Switch game. Hmm. Um, Wolfenstein 2 is coming. Shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, 2064 Ugh. Read Only Memories. That game. Like, there's a lot of dope <laughs> shit. Rhodes, can yeah. you imagine how bad Wolfenstein 2 is going to feel on Switch? It's going to feel like dog shit on the Switch. Did you guys play like, Doom no, on Switch? What? No, uh, no, I did not play Doom on Switch. I think it that felt Doom. Good, like, Wait, say it again. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Like it, it, it feels good, but I also understand that Doom originally felt really good, whereas yeah, Wolfenstein Two did not feel good. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Doom is a like a, a very scalable game that mm-hmm. runs really well on low end computers. Yeah. I don't really know um, about Wolfenstein Two, but also Wolfenstein Two doesn't play well. So yeah, but so there's still a Pokemon game. There's Metroid Prime Four, Dragon Quest Ten and Eleven, No More Heroes Three. Shit. Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2. Uh, Steep's coming, which, if that's really still right. a decent price, I actually like might super pick up, because that seems like a really good chill game. To Just play, announced like, today also was uh, Dead Cells is making its way to which, Switch. Like, oh, I, as, I only saw PS4. That, that's cool. Yeah. As as much as I like had problems with that game, like I might like, actually yeah, give it a chance Yeah, once 1.0 hits and lands on Switch, it'll be perfect for that, probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I'm... A lot of the, these things don't have dates, but like knowing that that's shit is all coming, like I'm so excited. Like the the Dragon Quest MMO is coming to fucking Switch, which I uh, might pretty, actually get in on. Pretty crazy. I mean, just the fact that like the other like promising thing about the Switch is that like this past like like nine months, I guess it's been out. Like <laughs> there are so many fucking games on it now. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Nintendo's finally figuring and, it out. And unfortunately, there's what seems to be like a lot of shovelware, like. It's like, oh yeah, like I kind of miss when Nintendo like was only putting out their own shit, and like so their store was basically just like one thousand percent dope. Um, but yeah. I'm also super excited to see that the Switch is being supported, and that um, you know we'll get all the third party games. Like, yeah, Bethesda keeps fucking cranking out games. Like, if Prey came out on Switch and like felt good on Switch, like if I knew that that was coming, I actually would probably stop playing it and wait for it. Hmm. Yeah, um, it feels really good on PC. I, I don't know. I, the whole yeah, like immersive yeah. first-person shooter thing, I don't know if I can do on Switch. I, I, oh, I a really good one built from the ground up would have to would, would be the thing that yeah, got me into that's it. fair. But yeah, I, I, I mean, like I, I hear what you're saying. Like it, it, it it's like GameCube, Wii, Wii U. It's like you like yeah. Nintendo was just releasing really good games. But like at least now they're releasing a steady amount of games and you're still getting sure. that Nintendo quality. Yeah. And God, whenever they fucking put virtual console on there, if whatever, yeah. indeed, um, like, Oh my God. So Ar- Arthur geese has been talking about this for a little bit about steam and how it's impossible to find anything good. Um, yeah. curation is yeah, no, bad. I, I have $15 in lately. steam credit and I have no fucking idea what I'm going to spend it on. Heat signature. Like, I so hate... We can talk about it. Oh, uh, or super hot or super hot. Either one. That'd be cool. Okay. Uh, but, but I, I think, uh, Nintendo's infrastructure for the shop is not great. 
It, no. it, they need some curation. <laughs> they need it's absolutely not. Um, they need some help servicing the good stuff. Um, but I luckily, don't think Steam's is good. <laughs> no, Steam's isn't either. They've actually made it made some um, changes to their the way that curation. The you know, like Steam, you can be a curator and you like you can follow people and like yeah um, yeah yeah. They've they've made some changes to make it a little bit more robust. So like I follow Kotaku and I follow Giant Bomb on Steam. And they have oh, at least Giant Bomb. Well, like Jeff's been going in and, and making changes and like recommending recent shit. Um, so like, at least there's that. Like Nintendo could have something like that, and I think it'd be pretty cool. But to your point, yeah, like the Steam curation is bad. Um, uh, my friends and I are talking about playing Arcage, which is like a really popular mmo that straight up died we have not talked about this brian oh yeah no but yeah i I don't know what you're talking about yeah i don't remember this conversation yeah oh my friends my not friends the your acquaintances my guild (laughs) sure that's better it's like work my my guild yeah they you're talking about playing this game arcade which is like an mmo that is only interesting because it was a very like good MMO that died due to its own like terrible monetization scheming. So I'll let you know how I'll, I'll know how that goes. That came out in 2013 and it has a six out of 10 on steam. Uh, yeah. it's, I don't so touch that. So it came out in Korea, I believe in 2013. You're right. And then North America in 2014. Yeah. That's and still four years old, Brian people were, yeah, exactly. People were mad about it. World of Warcraft fucking is like 13, seven, 13. Yeah. Uh, it it was really bad because there's a lot of pay to win in it. But the really promising thing about it is they do these things called fresh start servers because the games realize that it's not very fun to play unless everyone is starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so it's a huge land grab, manifest destiny style uh, thing where everyone starts playing at the same time and you try to like level up as fast as you can to like claim a castle. So kind of excited for that. But that's kind of the only game on my radar right now. Yeah, what else? Uh, Mikey, what are you going to be playing in the next week? Um, so, um A lot of Celeste. Yeah. Uh, I bought uh, fucking Stardew Valley, oh, cool. finally. So I might try that. But oh, um, yeah. I had just started Nier, and then I died and lost uh, my like really nice setup that I just uh, st- fall in love with. Like I fell into a group of enemies that are like... 30 levels higher than I am. Yeah. And I don't know if I can go back and get that stuff. And I just was so defeated by it that I haven't gone back. Yeah. I feel like none of that um, shit really matters with that game, but, but yeah, I, I know the pain. Yeah. No, it, it, it really doesn't that much, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, I, I was just so defeated by that, that I stopped. Um, but yeah, I've been, I'm going to play a little bit of prey, mostly probably, uh, Celeste and my friends. Uh, I'm going to try darkest dungeon on my friend's laptop. And because like it's on Twitch and I don't know if I want to spend $25 on it. Yeah. And so they were just like, oh yeah, just play it a little bit on mine and you'll see if you want it. Cause you know, like I, I, so yeah, I got, um, enter the gungeon cause it's like, oh yeah, it's like twin stick shooter rogue. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. love this and I don't love it. It's fine. It's too bad. Yeah. It seems um, fine. You should play nuclear throne. That's the good one. 
Yeah, no, and like I kind of actually like for a little bit thought it was because that that's the Vlambeer one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they don't have it on Switch. No. So. Okay. Um, uh, Monster Hunter World comes out tomorrow. So and Dragon Ball. Shit, yeah. And Dragon Ball. Fuck. Oh yeah, I played the Dragon Ball beta and I got fucking destroyed and it just like killed all my enthusiasm for really? it. Really? That sucks. Yeah. No. Like I I got like I maybe like of the three or four matches I did I maybe like defeated like three fighters yeah and by that i mean like like since it's like marvel versus capcom you have three fighters like yeah. it's three on three and then like three or four matches i maybe took out like three or four fighters Shit. so i was just like huh. yeah you I'm... guys are either of you very into fighting games no, no. and then Ar- this is arxis who did like guilty gear so they do like capital f fighting games oh like. i think i think was that the the like nudie anime girl fighting game we played at the That's arcade skull girls skull girls that's what we played guilty gear is another like nudie anime thing kind of oh so that's what you've been more like roads. busty anime i think maybe. well yeah, that's what skull girls that's anime yeah it's that's true. anime baby actually it's not you know, i was gonna say it's not that bad but then i just looked at a screen um yeah yeah it is that bad anyway it's like what? all right what we'll have a guilty gear pod just kidding. I only, I only played two. Um, I will be diving into Tumble Seed Celeste. I'll finish up Super Hot and I'll Super keep playing Prey. And wait for you guys to play PUBG with me. That's what I'm going to do this week. All right. Get comfy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, thank you all for listening to our show about video games. It's It's been a while. It's been fun to get back into it. Next week, I'm sure we'll be smoother. Uh, this, like is, this is this is still a good app though. But I I must also recommend the instant pot. It's very good. <laughs> uh, what have you made, dude? What haven't I made tonight? I made uh like a honey barbecue chicken. Oh shit. Um, I've made a chicken curry. I've made a vegan black bean soup. Um, a whole bunch of that same cookbook we have. I have another one too. I got. Or it's how are the graphics? The graphics on the Instant Pot, mm, kind of like Virtual Boy graphics, but the gameplay is really Ooh. great. Um, so it's like going to give you like a seizure. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Good. You can follow the show on Twitter at Fans of Genre, and I'm at Rhodes Clark. Brian, where can people find you? I'm at Brian T. Swanson. And Mikey, what about you? I am at Mikey Krieger. Um, we've built up a pretty solid group of people that will just like reply to everything we tweet about. Or at least yes. one person, but there's a pretty good chance so that if you can, if one of us tweets something, just click on it and read the replies, and there will be a conversation happening. Yeah, um, no, that, you can that's join that's in actually on. Fair, yeah. yeah, it's kind of fun. It actually makes me feel like we're all part of a a very public chat room. Um, yeah, which can be good and bad, yes. but uh, uh, so yeah, follow us on Twitter. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, um, that's the nicest thing anyone said about Twitter lately. Uh, a big thank you to John Bash who recorded our theme song. You can find more of his music at johnbash.com. Um, that's going to do it for us. As fans of the genre, we hope you found something to enjoy. Bye. Bye. Adios.